This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. The Drive the Lane Podcast. Woo. Coming off a absolutely wild week of basketball. We will get into that. The Bucks went 2-0. and We had an interview. That's probably the greatest interview you'll ever listen to ever. With Nick Saban. Coach Joe, Colin Coward, Pat McAfee, not actually, but impressionist Joey Molinaro, who is spot on with his impressions. And this entire episode, and this entire show, actually, is sponsored by High Street Tees, t-shirt and apparel company that has created our incredible shirt that you can buy for a discounted price by using promo code DTL15. All you have to do is go to highstreettees.com slash DTL and enter promo code DTL15. And it's actually 15% off your entire order at High Street Tees, not just drive the lane stuff. So head on over there, check it out, because your closet sucks, and you need to improve your closet. And the best way to do that is by going to highstreettees.com slash DTL and using promo code DTL15. This episode... Is freaking awesome. Buckle up, drive the lane, go Bucks, go Tigers. Whew. Okay. As Andrew alluded to, this is uh, quite the episode. Probably the most packed episode that we've ever had, even though we only have one guest. Granted, it's an outstanding guest with many guests <laughs> sprinkled in there. It's guestception. <laughs> yeah. Guestception. Exactly. But. <laughs> There was so, we did so much, but we will just, let's do, I mean, we might as well give a quick table of contents of what will be going on in this episode. We'll, we obviously will touch on the Bucks. We'll talk about, I'm sure you guys have seen all over Twitter, me and Andrew were the superstars of the Metro PCS uh, media jam. (laughs) (laughs) We really, like, that, that sounds like a joke, but like, we, we were, we were superstars. Yeah, we, we, we stole the show. And then, uh. We will talk before we talk about Joey Molinaro and his and the awesome interview. We'll talk about my experiences with Team USA and how I became good friends with some of the people on the team, which is just so funny to me. Um, but yeah, I guess we should start with the Bucks, who went two and zero, are five and one in their last six games, and are so back it hurts because they might be ranked in the top twenty-five. I got a joke for you: if they were any more back, they'd be chiropractors. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just it, the truth of the matter is they're playing great defense. When they're at home, they score. Their offense efficiency is like number one in the Big Ten when they're at home or something crazy. I mean, I bet Purdue is pretty good too, but they don't score a ton of points. Um, but yeah, we could touch on the Rutgers. Who cares about these? Guys? There were there were you're supposed to win games in this year in the Big Ten. We beat Rutgers. We were up by a billion. We looked great, and then they cut it to six, and it was never really in doubt, Stressful. but it was kind of in doubt. So, but with these <laughs> with these Buckeyes, I was like. These were two games that they were supposed but to Colin. win. <laughs> These were two games that they were supposed to win, and they did win. But they hit that stretch in the middle of the season where they were losing games that they were supposed to win. So even though these are games they're supposed to win, it means a little extra in these last five or six games because they're proving that they actually can win these games that they were supposed to when win. When you win the games you're supposed to win, that's a good sign. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, you could look back in the year and we should have beaten Wisconsin and Minnesota at home, but we didn't. But this time, Rutgers and Purdue arguably could be two better teams than those two teams, and we beat them. So, um, I think things are looking up. As uh, um, Dick Vitale said, I'm going to pull up the tweet. It's actually <laughs> – I laughed out loud when I saw it. Um, but out of nowhere, the Buckeyes did not play today. Um, this is – we're recording this Sunday. Um, they didn't play today, but he tweeted – hold on. Here it is. Hold on. Keep – stay with me. <laughs> he tweeted in the middle on, of Sunday. <laughs> in the middle of Sunday, he tweets, just realized that in Big Ten, uh, in the Big Ten, Ohio State has quietly gone 5-1 and one in the last six games. Chris Holtman has them returning to their early winning mentality. Early season Wait, winning mentality. Wait, who said mentality. this? Dickie V. Yeah. It was no, awesome, no, 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 no. We don't do We I saw your face. I knew you were going to do an impression. We leave that to our good best friend. Uh, With a capital A. <laughs> it's okay. a PTP. Uh, All right. A type of dandy. Kyle Young, how many times have we tweeted about Kyle Young this year? Well, I love Kyle. But how many times have we been like, in the difference maker? It's like, well, only it's, you it's, tweet, st- so. it's stupid to keep saying. Account, so. 
It's stupid to keep <laughs> saying that he's – well, you say from your own account. It's it's stupid to keep saying that he's a difference maker because if you don't know that he's a difference maker and if you don't know that – But you don't know Kyle Trask. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you don't know that this team is going to go as far as Kyle Young can <laughs> – metaphorically <laughs> drag them, <laughs> then you don't understand this team. Because Caleb Wesson can score 48, and if Kyle Young doesn't get a if six... If Caleb scores 48, they're winning every single Okay, game. fine. 30. He could have a 30-point game, and if Kyle Young doesn't get his six to eight, who knows if the Bucks are winning. Um, there are two really, really awesome stats that I'm not going to get exactly right, but the first one is that this season, they're, the Ohio State's 5-0 and when Justin Arns makes two threes. Um, the second stat is that we are, like, like eight and one. I don't know. It's one loss and a lot of wins when Kyle scores in double digits. So that goes to show that, I mean, he's obviously a. People like talk always talk about Kyle and guys like Kyle Young as they're, they don't, what they do doesn't show up in the stat sheets. But this is a stat that is in the stat sheet that proves that it helps with winning. So yeah, I Justin and Kyle are awesome dudes and they are very huge for the success of Ohio State. Obviously, as other guys are the greatest. My best. My the best takeaway from the two games for me is that it seems like Luther Muhammad might be getting his swagger back. And I think that he ta- he takes the team to a whole nother level just because when he's making open shots, that just adds another dynamic to this team that, you know, when we aren't playing well, we aren't making open shots. And the fact that he was like three for five against Purdue and um, looks to be like he's feeling a little healthier, which he's always going to be dealing with those shoulder stuff. That'll never go away. But um, he – works as hard, if not harder, than just about anyone, um, whether it's getting shots up before or after practice and rehabbing and whatever. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I think he's getting his swagger back, along with, obviously, Dwayne Washington, who um, I think he's the definition of the team goes as he goes because he needs to score for us to win. Kyle, we could win and Kyle could have four points. Like, that wouldn't be crazy. But if Dwayne has no points and we lose, we would look at it like, yeah. okay, we need Dwayne to score. Yeah. So I, I think – uh, I'm I'm pretty confident that Ohio State is going to be a maybe five, but barring any big time barring. dominance, barring, barring any big time <laughs> dominance in the Big Ten tournament, big time Big Ten dominance tournament, <laughs> um, I think the Bucks are probably going to be a f- may, probably not five, six to nine seed in the tournament, depending on six to nine seed. Nice, that'd be De- nice. Depending on <laughs> depending on how many. It's a wide range. Like if they. What do you w- think right now? You got to you got to pick a number. I, well, I'm telling you, it's very They're gonna contingent be a on what happens. They're going to be a 7th I think if they win, if they lose in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, I think they'll drift more towards 8 or 9. If they win a game or 2, they'll drift more towards 6 or 7. You know what I don't hate, though? The 8 or 9 seed. Yeah, I don't because hate it. it's the same thing, really. No, but... Well, but yeah. it all, it's the same thing. Yeah, but if you're an 8, sometimes you get... Um, a worse 9. That's the only thing that could be better. Well, you get a worse 9, but you also could get it in a location that could be closer to you, and you could also be yeah. playing a worse 1, which this year matters because I think that, like, some... Like, maybe... Okay, maybe the top four teams could, in theor- theoretically, separate themselves from the rest, but there's no dominant team, so not playing, you know, Gonzaga. We haven't... Holman's never beaten Gonzaga. We've played him twice, you know, already since he became coach. You know, play, maybe not... Maybe getting away from Gonzaga or getting away from, like, Baylor, who is, seems to be probably the most complete team because they Baylor is, like, an upgraded version of Ohio State, kind of, you know? Um, maybe staying away from those teams could be huge. Like, Duke doesn't scare me at all. So, here's my... Like, not... I would love here's to Here's my question. Duke. Here's my question for you. This is... And this is probably... Well, we play well against the Blue This Bucks. is probably going to change because this is updated as of February 14th. Yeah, what do we got? I'm, so we're the looking pro- at the So, the projected one seeds from Joe Lenardi, which... Let me guess them. What Let does he them. know? Let me guess them. Okay. Even though it's not going to be that hard. San Diego State, not in order. Right. San Diego State, Gonzaga, Kansas, Baylor. Yes. So of those four. Shit, the real Joey Brackett. Of those four. Is that, well, is that the top four teams in the country? Ooh, yeah. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> of those four, who would you most like to play knowing this Buckeye Duke. team? And who would you least like to play? I would love to play Duke. Okay, well, Duke's down to one seat okay, right now. Duke. The tournament started tomorrow. I want to play Duke. Um. <laughs> You know what? I Gonzaga just I have a bad taste in my mouth just because my junior year we only lost a handful of games and two of them were to we lost like let's say it was eight games right five of those eight games were to two teams Penn State and Gonzaga yeah so um, it would be cool to see some redemption but none of those guys would understand the redemption because a lot of them weren't on the team so Caleb would Caleb would and Andre would yeah Kyle Kyle would but Kyle didn't really play in that game but um, yeah so and Musa but Musa's out 
Um, so she, was Hummer there? <laughs> yeah, Hummer was there. <laughs> it's Hummer time. It's a Hummer revenge game. Um, I think Baylor just scares me just because they are the, they are us with everything clicking all the time, it seems like. You know, they're great on defense. They have great guards. They have great role players like Freddie Gillespie is Kyle Young. So And Mark Vitale is Andre Weston. You know what? It's, you watch your mouth. There's one Kyle Young. There's the one Kyle Young. You're right. And there's one Freddie Gillespie. That dude is incredible, too. Um, and then Mark Vital, I think, is how you pronounce his last name. He is like Andre Weston, but he can't shoot. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas scares me a little bit. Because, Why? Because, I mean, they throw everything at you. Chairs, fists, <laughs> anything. You name it, they're throwing it at you. No, so. Kansas, honestly, I don't think Kansas scares me. What scares me about Kansas is that <laughs> they just have been there and done that, and they're just used to advancing in the tournament. So, like, it's just – but that could also work against them. Yeah. I, I just think that as The refs a rookie, probably want to ref the Kansas game because they know they're leaving with the, their pockets a little more filled than – Maybe down in San Diego State. Yeah, I just think Azabuki is so hit or miss. And Did you say Azabuki Caleb, or are you saying Azabuki? No, Azabuki. Okay, you're not a bookie. I'm you're not a bookie. Okay. Far from it. I'm above 100 this week. <laughs> big deal. Just kidding. We don't bet. I did pick Bam out of Iowa, though, which is kind of funny. Um, anyway, anyway, go go Omaha. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I San Diego State is just, they've played so few great teams that I don't know really what's, what's up with them. Gonzaga, for what I said, just they, they, I don't like them. So my answer is Kansas. I want to play Kansas. I want to beat Kansas. So I just want to, you know, you you often brag. And Baylor scares you, me. Most. You often brag about some of your accomplishments. So I'd like to say something that I did recently. I predicted that the Ohio State Purdue score was going to be sixty four fifty four. I think it was what sixty eight sixty two. Yeah. And I said, blood bank guarantee. Take the under. Purdue doesn't know how to score, and the Bucks play down to their opponents sometimes. And even though they played, did the under the under hit massively. It was like one thirty. Oh jeez, yeah. Well, Purdue so, on the road can't score. So if right. if anyone's listening out there and has some extra money to throw around on some bets, Purdue on the road is so atrociously bad. Take the team that they're playing and the under, parlay it for a billion dollars. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're doing a so, Buckeye. Oh, so funny! Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a Buckeye disservice by not having a Buckeye related guest on. Should we call Dockich and see what's been working the last six games, or you think he's busy? No, we're not. Last time we called Dockich, we went on a huge losing streak. Remember? Oh, yeah, we called him <laughs> the number, called them number one team in the country. Yeah, we're not calling Should we call Dan Dockich no. and be like, hey, what do you think? Of- <laughs> what about Indiana today? Who's their best player? That's what he tweeted today. He said, uh, he said, someone tweeted, their best player can't play more than three stretches in a row, and it was Deron Davis, who is, I guess, out of shape. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> and Dan Dockich quote tweeted and said, yeah, that, that raises a great question. Who's the best player on Indiana? Yeah. It's like, no one knows. Yeah. Oh, Hoosiers. Okay. Anything else on the Bucks before we get to our eventful weekend? No, I'm just excited about them because it seems like things are clicking. I was talking to team manager Dev Morrow, um, and he was just saying, like, kind of what I remember my conspiracy about how we didn't want to peak at the right time. Yeah. Don't look now, but it's almost March, and we're playing really well. Yeah, but. That's what Dev basically said. But my flaw to that argument, which I'm going to keep forever, is – you would always rather be a two or three seed than a no, of course. six or seven yeah, yeah, seed. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, the difference, yeah. No, okay, totally. this week, this week, we got Thursday. When? Who Thursday at Iowa. That's going to be a huge game. I will say. Oh, Iowa's, I, ranked, Iowa's ranked between 20 and 25. Yeah, That's never happened this in is either the, sport. This is the point of the year where Iowa's like, oh, yeah, we're in the NCAA tournament, and then they start losing a bunch of games, but they still make it. Um so that starts on Thursday. But I will say that Iowa was down seven to Minnesota with two minutes left, and they scored the last 13 points of the game today um, to win, obviously. So that kind of, like, I have this whole, like, thought process around teams when they – the game before they play Ohio State and the game after. And you know the game after, I always – no matter who Ohio State plays, they lose their next game, whether that was because it was a great win for Ohio State and then it makes the win look worse or – it was um, a bad loss for Ohio State, and then it makes it, it makes the loss worse, look even yeah. worse. Um, so then, when I th- when I think about it from the opposite way, and it's the game before um, Iowa winning a close game, so that they can stay on their high horse and they can think that they're all high and mighty and stuff going into a home game, that would be nice. This, so this is what I think. I think the Bucks are not going two and zero this week. Okay, but I think we're going to be surprised by which game they win and which game they lose. Just because that's 
the style of college basketball. Well, one and I one think is they, fine. You take one and one win. because. What do you think is a more winnable game? At home against the better Maryland or at Iowa? Because it's hard to play at I think, Iowa. I think at home we're, we're playing really well. I think the more, not the more winnable game, but the they're both very winnable. And I think that I that, that Maryland is is due. I think the Bucks win at Iowa and lose at home to Maryland. I think Maryland. I think they win both. I think, ooh, I like that. Wouldn't you be happy? I just, they're playing what, I mean, I'm biased. <coughs> I'm not going to say they're going to lose ever, um, but they're playing well. Iowa is, it's not like they're a juggernaut, and it's not like you're, they're playing in Mackey Arena, which is like the hardest place to play in the world. So, and Luca Garza has had a billion 20-point games in a row. He's bound to have a bad game. So, and they just, I, I just don't, and their point guard is out. C.J. Fredericks will probably be back because he's playing Ohio State, but. Well, who's the role player on Iowa that's probably going to have 50? Kreener. Ryan Kreener will yeah, have 15 points. he's going to have 75. <laughs> He'll have 15 points. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Kreener will have 15 points, and Nicholas Bear will have five offensive rebounds, even though he's uh-huh. graduated and not on the team anymore. Um, no, I think they're both winnable games. I think home game, every I think Ohio State will be favored against Maryland on Saturday. Like, they'll be favored to win. Yeah, like one and a half, two, yeah, probably. Like, like they won't I think be they'll favored. Be, like, I think I Ohio State's going to be ranked tomorrow. <sighs> Hope so. Today, when Today. you're listening to this, they oh, they're ranked. ranked. Woo! But yeah, I throw them in at 23. Michael Jordan, throw them in 24. Like, R.I.P. Kobe. Throw them in the, <laughs> throw them in the Iowa bracket. In the Iowa slot, 20 in the to 20 25. to 25, both sports always. Because Iowa, ooh, they might get right. a big win and move up to 16, I and then they'll lose and move back in. Iowa was ranked 20 something, right? 21st. If they lost, they would have been out. So not that's good because it makes it a road. Ranked, hopefully ranked, but either a road win against a ranked team or a road ranked win. When I when I resume. when I look at Yo- the Yahoo Sports app because I use the Yahoo Sports app, not the ESPN app. When I look at the Yahoo Sports app, I'm shocked when I don't see the number twenty through twenty five <laughs> next to Iowa in basketball or football. Fun fact: My freshman year, we beat them when they were eighth in the country. What they and then they prop that was probably well, the beginning of their no, no, descent I, no, back towards twenty to no, twenty five. I think Iowa fans are all too familiar with the fact that when it gets around to March or, or middle end of January, middle of February, that time, like they just start to plummet. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, like last year they were play, they were playing awesome, and then they came into uh, they came into the Schottenstein Center in Value City Arena, and we just pummeled them. It probably was because I made a video. Um, where I wa- it was a one take video where I walked out from the locker room out of the court and threw a half court shot over my head, telling the fans and the students that they need to show up and be loud because we basically have to win that game to get to the NCAA tournament, uh-huh. and we won by like thirty. So that's good. I went. I I think I went over one in that game. <laughs> All right, was that the Justin Orange game? Oh, was that the Justin? Yeah, that was the <laughs> Justin Orange game where at the end of the game I threw it to him wide open for three, so he get so he could get thirty two points or something. He's at twenty nine. And it hit off his chest and rolled to the guy, and then I got a turnover. My brother was <laughs> my brother texted me and was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I was like, "Justin Arns is going to be a huge asset in the tournament." And then really play in the tournament, but yeah, it's, it's he's a matchup guy. He's yeah. got to be he he can't play the the th- he's a little bit playing the three this year, but last year he could only really play the four because he couldn't guard a three. So that was a perfect game for him, even though. We were play, We were up like twenty at halftime, and then Weiss Camp came out and had like five threes on Justin in the first, uh-huh. the first five minutes. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we can move on from Ohio State and talk about time to talk about incredible weekend. So I think I think you should you should briefly talk about USA basketball. Sure. And then we'll talk about the real competition. So yeah. So as you guys know, I was a practice player for TBSA this weekend. Friday we played. They had they were here all weekend playing. Um, Friday was. Uh, Friday was uh, us at Roosevelt University practice gym, like basically a closed practice, and I was incredible. <laughs> I played really, really well, which was so fun. Um, but the the main story from this weekend is that Kelsey Plum, um, all time leading scorer in women's or women's or men's college basketball history. Um, that's why I was guarding the entire time, and she was guarding me the entire time, and uh, she. I will note that Suber and Diana Trossi were there, but they were not playing. They're not participating. Are they hurt? No, they're just they just Do don't have to. They just don't have to play. You know, um, they're they're old. I mean, you know, like LeBron. There's no way unless they're like doing an inner squad scrimmage. He's not playing with the young guys because they're trying to make the other guys are trying to make the team. You know, but anyway, um, so me and me and Kelsey were 
we're talking shit back and forth, you know, like every player does, like fun, sarcastic stuff. Um, at one point, she was like, she was getting on me for switching one through five when she didn't know that the coach had told this this, this practice us our practice team to to switch one through five for a couple possessions, and she was like, you know, you can't be doing that. You're supposed to be the point guard, yada yada yada. And I was like, Kelsey, I blah blah blah, some sarcastic comment like I always say. And then after practice, she came up to me. She's like, dude. I told you, you can't switch one through five. You're supposed to be like a five, six point guard. And we talked about how I said our coach told us to go one through five. And she just like walked away and she was all pissed. And I was like, I, I'm so, I, I, I didn't think I was being rude. Sorry, I wasn't. Plum. I wasn't being rude. But fast forward to um, Saturday, they did an inner squad scrimmage where they didn't need us because obviously it's an inner squad. And then Sunday we came back and we practiced again. And there was like an open-ish practice with a lot of people watching. Um, some local little girls teams. Uh, my parents even came. Uh, Zoldan didn't come, but uh, was too tired from partying last yeah, night. Fair, um, <laughs> but when we came, she came up to me um, and like grabbed my uh, my trap as I'm doing to Andrew right now and said, "Oh shit, you're back again today!" Like jokingly, uh-huh. and then uh, jokingly, no, like jokingly, <laughs> Just kidding. and then um, we were talking like the whole time, back and forth, a little banter. Um, as friends, as friends do, uh, we banter. And uh, then afterwards, she came up to me and gave me a hug and said, "I'm so sorry. I was such a bitch to you the past the, la- yesterday. I was thinking about it all yesterday. How mean I was to you. Like, I'm sorry. I just was having a bad day." I was like, "Oh, no worries." Um, but I will. But we did talk about me and some of my buddies who were also there were like, "No, we did talk about you being an asshole." But it's nice that you apologize <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so she gave me a hug. She gave me – she was very funny. Well, we had a good laugh about future it. Future guest, future guest. That would be awesome. Um, I tweeted at her. She hasn't responded yet, so we'll see. But, um, oh, now she, you know how took, I feel. We took, yeah, <laughs> we, took, we took a picture. She was very funny. Um, she was telling uh, – she was talking to uh, – she talked to my dad and, and my coach Sparks, who was there also, um, and was telling him how I uh, – she was all mad because I had uh, – I'd given her buckets the past uh, couple of days and stuff, and she could the only way she could stop me by was fouling by fouling me. That was her words, not mine and stuff. But she got me back today. She was outstanding today, and I was not nearly as good. So, um, yeah, shout out to Kelsey. Obviously, I know she's listening. Um, but yeah, I made a I made a new best friend at Team USA basketball. So it was an unbelievable experience. I mean, so cool. I got a picture with Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, like legends. I mean, it's just yeah, it it was just really really cool. So. It was a blast. And I played really well. Like, the coaches all really liked me because I was giving them a really good look and stuff. So, it was really fun. Were you the best male player there? Um, I mean, I had my moments. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm a humble guy. Me and Michael Alfieri, my buddy who, who actually invited me to come with him, I said, like, jokingly after the first day because we played really, really well. Like, we competed with them. We probably beat them. They didn't keep score the whole time. Um. And we were just a group of guys off the street. Um, but they were also working on different things and stuff. It wasn't like a game at all. Um, I was like jokingly, I was like, oh, yeah, we could definitely make the team. Like joking, obviously. And then the next, the, the, today, like they just blitzed us. I mean, it just was not, they were making everything. It was like, they really <coughs> came out with a vengeance. They were like, we you are, them off. We are, yeah, we are proving something. Kelsey Plum, especially, was outstanding today after she did not score on Friday and stuff. Like, it was, she was, she probably didn't get any sleep. She was probably like, that stupid short Jewish kid was giving me buckets. I have to retaliate. And then, fast forward, we're best friends. So, it was really, really awesome experience. I mean, one of the coolest basketball-related things I've ever done, by far. I mean, like, by far. They were, I mean, legends of the game. Just straight-up legends. It was a blast. So, yeah. It's my Team USA experience. You got any questions for me? No questions. The best player was Kayla McBride from Notre Dame. She didn't miss a shot in two days. Swear. Swear. Is she on Notre Dame right now? No. No, no. Are there any college players? No, no, no. They're they're playing right now. They can't. I mean, maybe. I don't know who's really, really good in college right now. Well, who's the girl in Oregon? Oh, she's great. But I don't know if she'd make the team. I really don't. Really? Yeah. Well, didn't Oregon beat them? Yeah, but it wasn't with all their people and, like, they did beat them, though. That's why it's, like, so weird. Can you imagine if, can you imagine if, like. <laughs> it's that's it's not possible. Can you imagine if, like, ba- Baylor beat the Lakers? It's That's impossible. 
What? Know? Wait, not even the Lakers. Imagine if Baylor beat the U.S. men's team. Exactly. It's just weird. It is weird. They they didn't have like like there are like Elena Deladon and Brianna Stewart are coming off injuries where they had surgery. They didn't play in that game. Like they didn't have their whole team. Like the team that is that it is right now. Like the guys that w- the the girls that we were practicing against uh, were the girls that were trying to make the team. So it wasn't like we weren't playing Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Elena Deladon, Brianna Stewart, and Brittany Griner. We were playing like Kelsey Plum, Kayla McBride, Asia Wilson, mm-hmm. and Stephanie Dolson. Like you know, it, which yeah. is and like Katie Lou Samuelson. You know, like it's just not the same. The, yeah. they are incredible. Don't get me wrong, they are incredible. My respect for women's basketball is ten times more than it, than it was before. Um, not that I, I mean, I always respected them, but like, I'm careful. Just, I'm just I'm I, I mean, they multi- my respect multiplied. That's all I'm saying. So that wasn't the only basketball that went on this weekend. No, it wasn't. Far from the only basketball. Your hosts participated in the Metro <laughs> Media Jam. Metro PCS Media Jam. No, no, no. It's not oh, PCS okay. anymore. Okay. It's Metro by T-Mobile. <laughs> PCS is gone. <laughs> they are the unofficial <laughs> official sponsor of the Drive the Lane podcast because Joey and I absolutely dominated the competition. So in case you didn't see on Twitter, we were invited. Uh, somehow. We were Shout so, out Titus. We were invited. Titus hooked it up to Metro by T-Mobile's Media Jam. It's just funny to do there were There were other contestants. Wait, let's take this seriously because we got to clip this and put it out there because everyone has been asking me what the heck yeah, is yeah, going on. Okay. There were, other, there were other contestants from different media outlets such as NBA.com, the stadium, stadium, Bulls Outsiders, USA Today, and maybe the Washington Post, ABC Chicago, and ABC Chicago, and then the Ringers. Ryan Rosillo was supposed to be the host, but actually ended playing. up participating in the event. And there was the event was huge. So it started with there was a clinic for children hosted by or ran by Spud Webb and Robert Ory, or as Jim Boylan likes to call him, Luke Cornett. <laughs> And then, and then there was a interview where Jason Terry was the interviewer, and the interviewees were Chris Middleton and Tyler Harrow, and supposed to be Giannis. And then, and then there was the media <laughs> jam, the media event, which we participated in. There was eleven other guys or something. Colin Sexton, the Cavs starting point guard, who actually had like twenty-one points in the Rising Stars game, was originally Rising Stars snub, but then got him. That's neither. That's neither here nor there. Well, I guess technically it is here because it's also game, also games in Chicago. But Sexton was interviewing people, and Taco Fall was an <laughs> obstacle in the event. You had to shoot over at least you had to once. Shoot, you had to over shoot over Taco Fall, and this motherfucker is tall. Okay, he's when we were high fiving him when he came out and shook it, shook our hands and introduced himself and stuff. He was a really cool guy. He, <laughs> we looked at each other and we were like, well. That's the tallest person we will ever meet the, ever. The funniest, the funniest part about yesterday, in my opinion, we haven't really. Exp- we'll explain a little more. The funniest part was that during the afternoon, Taco Fall was blocking our shots, and at night, Aaron, Aaron Gordon was dunking <laughs> over Taco Fall. So he had a crazy day. Okay, this is what it was. Each there were the first competition was called a hot spot competition where you shot from different points on the court worth different point values. And you had to take at least one shot sitting in this chair. The throne. The throne. Purple throne. The purple throne over Taco. Which, it, was, it was almost impossible. Some people made it. But it I was, did not make it. Joey did not make it, but some people made it. I mean, Zola went 0 for 4. I went 0 for 1. And I just want to say that in that competition, Joey had 9 points. 10. Joey had 10 points. And I had 24, 24 points. And I was snubbed from being the champ. Yeah, because he tied. Rosillo made a buzzer Rusilla. beater. Rosillo made a buzzer beater. So they went to a playoff. So we went to a playoff, and, and the playoff was whoever could make the most shots over Taco. <laughs> he made one. I made zero. Okay, but un- unfairly, the the first competition, all that that mattered was what your position was for in, knockout for knockout in the end. And then we so, can fast forward to the end of knockout, where it was me and Zoldan. We made the final two of so knockout. So we so just just to set the stage before. Any of the event, when we learned that we were playing knockout, me and Zoldan were like, all right, we have a truce until the finals. And then we agreed on Zoldan winning. 
and then Zoldan went first. So we looked at it. So Zoldan was like, dude, we have to just play this out. Like, yeah. It's too well, hard. Well, originally, before before we got there, it was if we make it to the final two, you're I'm winning. Yeah. And then we actually got <laughs> to the final two. And one one thing you left out was I actually got interviewed by Colin Sexton, as did you. But we we were interviewed by Colin Sexton, which was funny being on the other side of the interview. Because, you know, we've done so many interviews. But we, I've never been on the other side we, of an interview. We were interviewed by Colin Sexton, and he was giving it. I Taco mean, and Colin were giving it Colin to Colin Sexton was, yeah, so they, so they knew. Rosillo started the event by saying there's a former <laughs> college basketball player in this and calling me short. And so Colin Sexton and Taco Fall knew that I had played basketball, and they were just basically saying that I stunk and was out of shape and stuff. And which was kind of it was kind of sad, but like after I had ten, they were like, "You kind of were really really bad." What happened out there? And I was like, "Ah, shit, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry." Yeah, but Solden, on the other hand, they're fired up about him. Yeah, because I mean, I was basically like the old man dad hitting shots, wearing wearing a headband, looking like Baker Mayfield. But let's we're in the final two. And Joey beats me. But the way it happened was we wanted we didn't want it to end right away, but yeah. Solden. I missed a shot, shot and it caromed into it the went audience. So bad. It wasn't a bad shot. It just bounced directly right yeah. into the audience. And meanwhile, I had not missed a shot yet right. in and, knockout. And, and then Joey had not made a shot and I knockout. And I basically had a shot that hit off the front of the rim, hit the backboard, and bounced like right in front of the rim. And I grabbed it, waited for Zoldan to shoot a three. If he made it, great. If he missed it, I was the champ. And he missed it. And Joey was crowned the champ. There was a big, <laughs> there was a big celebration. But the most important part... It was not that we had fun. We, have a we were in the final two, oh. and we have a trophy. Yeah, we have a trophy that is a purple and white basketball. It says Metro PCS, like, champion. Metro by T-Mobile. Metro by T-Mobile. Um, Metro Media Jam champions. Champion. We're hoping to play in it forever now. <laughs> well, they did say the woman in charge of the event, she, she was like, well, I guess we got to have the champion back. So yeah. it's all the woman um, in the finals. It could be in L.A., and we could be coming back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if it's in Milwaukee, that's easy, too. Yeah, it's really easy. Okay, so we want to get to our interview with Joey. Not me, Joey. Molinaro. Before we get to that, though, I made a lot of threes yesterday. <laughs> Joey made a, a decent amount of threes but yesterday. enough to win. And, of course, this podcast and this interview with Joey Molinaro is sponsored by Threes Above High. If you've been watching the Buckeyes there since they've gone on this hot streak, continue going there. And if you haven't, start going there, and they'll keep winning games. But if you if you don't go to threes, then they're going to lose. We're putting the curse on it right now. That if you are listening to this and you don't go to threes and they lose to Iowa, blame yourself. Is sure, that fair? I'm in. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our interview with Coach O. Go Tigers. Coach O, Nick Saban. Colin Coward. Andrew Luck. Pat McAfee. Andrew Luck. A couple seconds of Adam Sandler. Uh, the only impression that I can even somewhat do is Kojo, of the ones that he did. And it's just, go Tigers. But Colin. Yeah, like we cannot do the Colin Coward. <laughs> I can't do any impression without laughing now after this yeah. interview. We'll let you guys listen Wait, to Wait, I him. want you guys to, while you're listening to this interview, I want you guys to visualize your two favorite podcast co-hosts. With their headsets off, and the microphones tilted the other way because they're laughing so hard. Yeah, it was. I mean, just ridiculous. Um, enjoy this interview. He enjoy is, this interview. You I can mean, follow Joey Molinaro. Let me make sure I pull it up. He follows me. No big deal. Uh, follow him at Joey Molinaro. Molinaro is spelled M U L I N A R O. He is absolutely blowing up. He is the man, and you get to hear him right now. Go Tigers. Buckle up and drive the lane. Sorry, I forgot to say it. All right, we now welcome on to the Drive the Lane podcast. A little a little different of an interview. The most special guest we've ever had. That's <laughs> what we'll start it with. Uh, Joey Molinaro, who is here with all of his friends, and you'll understand that in a minute. He is an impressionist. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me, man. The, the most special guest. That's uh, that's a pretty high honor. So well, I'm going to try to make you guys proud. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to we're trying to rev up the the intensity of this interview and make sure that you're uh, you're at your best so we can be at our best. Yeah, 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 for sure. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. If you guys if you guys don't know Joey, you definitely need to. And 
Joey Joey M, not Joey Lane. Uh, yeah, they know there me. We go. I, I think yeah, they know yeah, me yeah. by now. You definitely need there you, to, go. you definitely need to check him out on Twitter. It's at Joey Molinaro. He's getting tens of thousands of followers every night. We're getting him before he's really really big time. So we're ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah, what Andrew equated it to is. Uh, we got a two-star recruit on our hands right here who's about to go to the NBA. So uh, it's uh, oh man, it's, all right, yeah, yeah. So late if, bloomer. If the exactly a late bloomer. If the if the if the praise hasn't been high enough yet, you can just stop us, okay? <laughs> you got it, fellas. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> one thing, one thing I do want to know before we talk to the rest of your friends, how do you how do you start being an impressionist? You just look <laughs> in the mirror, you're like, damn, I'm good at this guy's voice, or how, how does it work? Yeah, it's um. You know, I, I've been trying to like, ah, God, it's been such a whirlwind, man. Like I've been trying to tell people that like, I I think that I do impressions. I don't know if I'd call myself an impressionist. And what I mean by that is that like, I, you know, I, I focus more on like the scenarios, the scenes that are set up, but you know, the, that bring these characters to life rather than just like straight up being a video of my head and my voice just sounds like exactly like them. Right. Like to me, that's more of an impressionist. Right. Whereas like, these are just characters that I do in my like overarching uh, goal of like what I want to do. Right. So it's like, I do these characters that allow me to have people be like, Oh, wow, you can do this and you can do that. And, you know, I've been doing videos and things like that for a really long time. So like, that's one thing that people are always just like, oh, man, this this guy, he, he nails these voices, he's an impressionist. I'm like, I know, but I don't want to be, you know, because sometimes people come at me and be like, you're no Frank Caliendo. I'm like, I'm not trying to be Frank Caliendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you're misunderstanding the point. But um, no, but I feel like it's, I've always just, I've always had a knack for doing them, whether, I, you know, I was a kid and I was doing my, you know, my teachers or my family or friends <laughs> or whatever, right? And then, as I got older, I was like, man, I need to start doing people that are in the spotlight more. So see what we can do with this. And, and, uh, Andrew Luck was the first one that I did. And, and that, that took off a little bit and that's, you know, it's just grown ever since. Yeah. I mean, as you know, we are an Ohio state specific podcast. Someone who's really in the spotlight right sure. now is Heisman trophy winner. Probably if not, definitely the first pick Joe Burrow, the best college football player to ever play the sport. Best best player in the in the history of the I sport. I can't, I can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're curious what your friend Coach O thinks of him. Well, Joe Burrows is one of the most fine young men I've ever had an opportunity to be around. Joe Burrows is a tiger. He's a Buckeye that became a tiger. He's down at LSU with us now. He's going to be a Bengal, so he'll still be kind of a tiger in a way. He also has some pretty good gumbo and he's a fresh with me as well. He's a great tiger. Well, c- Coach, it is just an absolute honor to have you on the show certainly uh, do you do you think joe's gonna succeed in cincinnati oh there's no question there's no question in my mind wherever joe burrow goes he's gonna succeed joe burrow could be a starbucks barista and he'd be the best damn starbucks barista that you've ever seen <laughs> joe burrow's gonna succeed wherever he goes because that's the kind of people we're bringing down there to be a tiger yeah there's no arguing with that coach Joe, before we leave uh you got anything else you need to you need to throw in there for us <laughs> All right, Coach. Thanks, thanks for your time, Coach. Coach, thanks for coming on. It's got to be Joey. It's got to be wild at your house having all these big, big name individuals in your house. I know uh, Coach Saban's over there too. What did Saban think of the Buckeyes this year? Well, you know, ever since that they uh, got us down there in the Sugar Bowl a couple years back, you know, I always kind of put blame on Urban Meyer. I know that he doesn't really run a clean football program like I do down in Alabama. It's pretty clear <laughs> if you look at the history of wherever he's been, trouble's kind of followed. I'm not a big fan of Jim Harbaugh. I would have to agree with him on that front, all right? So I really just appreciate if you just quit asking about Ohio State. <laughs> well, we'll move on from Ohio State then, Coach. Um, what, what was it like sitting on your couch and watching the college football playoff for the first time ever? Do you really think that I had – okay, so here, here's the here, here's what's going to happen, all right? I didn't have time to sit and watch the college football playoff because I'm trying to get my program back in the college football playoff, all right? So I'm not sitting there on Monday night watching whatever's going on in New Orleans, all right? I went down there. They paid me a fat check to go down to New Orleans and be on TV, do on their TV program, all right? I don't have time to that. So I, once that was done, I went and started watching film, and I was ready to get my program run again, all right? Uh, have you congratulated Coach O? 
See, this is why yeah, I, I don't I don't like to deal with you media type, all right? Because you ask questions like that that clearly I don't have time for. I'm not going to congratulate Coach O on something that I've already done multiple times. Does he have a statue in Baton Rouge? No, I do. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, Coach, time, Coach. Coach Saban. I have I have one last quick question. You know, you get asked football questions all the time. I'm really curious what your go-to Chick-fil-A order is. Uh, you know, I get that question a lot. You know, I go through with Miss Terry every now and then, my daughter Kristen, and, you know, I got a granddaughter now, so we mostly take her to McDonald's. Every now and then I get some time to go to Chick-fil-A on my own, and I really do enjoy, actually, the politeness that they have at Chick-fil-A. It's the kind of program that I'd like to run, the kind of program that I'd take pride in. And they always have a really solid Coke for me, too. I'm more of a bottled Coke kind of guy, but they have a good fountain Coke, and I really enjoy Chick-fil-A in that way. All right, thank you, Coach. We will, we'll quit asking you, as, as you've referenced a couple times. You know, I know, there's, <laughs> I know there's some other people there with you, uh, some movie stars. Is, is, your, is your good friend Adam Sandler there by any chance? Adam Sandler? What did I do with Adam Sandler? Didn't you do, didn't you do <laughs> oh, Bobby Boucher? Just... <laughs> oh, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> well, you got to specify that. Well, I wanted to see if you could do a full Adam Sandler. I was putting you on the spot. Yeah, we're kind of uh, testing that, you. My, 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 I, yeah, I, feel, I was about to go into it, but I was like, yeah, it's probably warm. My, my, my Sandler impression is pretty much just like what like Jimmy Fallon's impression of him is, right? I appreciate you guys uh, having me on your radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's pretty good. If that's, yeah, you know, I mean, I if that's your, if that's your C minus, I mean, then then you you got bigger problems. You're good then. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, he, I mean, Sandler's my guy. That's like you know, you got like Sandler and like you know, Coach Joe and God. That's like my three guys. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know what uh, Adam Sandler's dog's name is? Oh man, you might be big. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's matzo ball. Oh, that's right, that bulldog. Yeah, yeah it's like my it's bulldog. like my favorite trivia question ever. Yeah, great right. call, man. Yeah, he had him on. Uh, the, he brought him with him to the Howard Stern show. Yep. I remember that, and that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing about Sandler is like he, he's real lazy with how he talks, right? Especially in those kind of interviews. So he's just like, and he says everything's funny. You know what I mean? Like you could pitch any idea to him, he's just like pretty funny pretty funny <laughs> yeah I, I like that pretty funny pretty funny i don't know <laughs> so I we we it. often we often talk about uh how big a pat mcafee fans we are so it's it's really oh. it's really an honor to get to talk to you mr mcafee it's really <laughs> such an honor fellas what an absolute joy it is to be on the Driving the Lane podcast based out of Columbus, Indiana with Joey and Andrew. It is an absolute privilege to be here talking with the two of you while I splash some beers on my head with my cousins. Did you? Did you? What'd you think of that? Sorry for laughing. What'd you think of that, uh, that Super Bowl, Pat? Well, I think that, you know, you look at uh, Kansas City. They did some pretty good things for the brand, I will say. Some cousins out there. I mean, he's a very handsome man. I enjoy watching him. I don't like my fiance watching him because he's a very handsome man. Not as handsome as cousins, though. But I will say that Andy Reid finally got the ring he deserved down in Miami, a world champion. Pat, I do, uh, as a as a former walk-on at Ohio State, um, we kind of compared ourselves to the specialists. Some of my closest friends were the punter, the kicker, the long snapper. Do you think there's a um, a sort of a special bond between you know a walk on and a, and a specialist, or someone who's they're both for the brand? There is no greater bond on the face of the earth than the bond between the fellows for the brand, kickers, punters, specialists. Walk-ons, all walking hand in hand for the brand, my cousins. <laughs> um, so Andrew I, might die. I got. <laughs> I have a question for for Joey Molinaro, not one of uh, his friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you have a relationship with Pat McAfee, correct? I do. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, I tweeted about it, but he, so when he retired and re, he originally started Barstool Indy throwback because Barstool Indy was the original, 
myself, one of my best friends, we got an internship there. We were, you know, we're lucky to, to be able to get picked by him for that. And uh, we spent the summer working for him and his guys here in Indy. And then uh, once the summer ended, uh, you know, we, he just kept a few people that he needed and we parted ways and it was, you know, everything was fine and mutual and it was a great time. Met my wife, uh, through there, she's sitting here shaking her head at all this nonsense that she's listening to. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my beautiful wife, right. Met her, uh, through that. And, um, yeah, so I, I still keep in touch with them every now and then I, I text them, uh, before I put out that video. It was just like, Hey man, like, you know, I've kind of been toying with one of you. I just want to put it out there and have some fun with it, but wanted to check. And he was like, he was really supportive and, and great about it. And, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's been fun being able to stay in touch with him. That's great. That's awesome. What yeah. does he, uh, what does he think about you by chance? A- about me? Yeah, but do it in the, do it in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> wait before you before you do that it must be it's funny for us but i can only imagine that you on occasion are out maybe it's with your family members maybe it's with your friends and they go oh show them the coach show please show them the coach show that does that does that get pretty old pretty fast uh yeah my mom she's a pretty proud mama uh she she, she thinks every voice i do is you know 100 percent spot on and, and she's just you know what you think of with the mom so she does that out and about you know if i go back and like uh bring my sister lunch at her high school or something like that you know i'll get a couple uh, high school dudes they're just like you know they'll, they'll give me a little coach of go tigers or something so i'll, I'll have to hit them back with the go tigers and, you know, they, get a, they get a kick out of it i wish but, you I wish you were in this room with us right now because when you we used to do Coach O like as a joke on the podcast when because uh, obviously Joe oh. Burrow and they're doing well and we thought they were gonna play yeah. Ohio State in the national championship and when you did when you started Coach O we almost fell out of our chairs we were laughing <laughs> like instantly like not even like you said the first syllable and we had to we had to take off our headset we were laughing so hard Joey oh, do you watch the, awesome. do you watch the show Big Mouth No I don't. No, I don't think I've heard of that. Uh, Did I, we watch that? No, okay. I got no. a good impression, but I'll say I'll save you the. <laughs> I'll save it because you don't watch the show. I'm sorry. Who it's, is there? An actor that I know? Or it's something? Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll does. Oh man, I know Nick Kroll. He does every yeah. he does single like character. ten voices yeah. in that show, and one of them I I do one line pretty well, but I won't. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll send it to you later. I mean, okay. it is pretty okay. good, but you need to know the context of it, or else yeah. you'll yeah, just, I'll, or I'll you'll just sympathetically laugh at him. <laughs> I'll look up once we get off of this, and then uh, you can shoot it over. <laughs> so, I don't know who has seen and who hasn't, but you got a shout-out from Colin Coward today, which is big time. Yeah, yeah and, that was big. And now it's got to be pretty cool to be sitting in the room with Colin Coward. Has Colin talked to you about uh, about Baker at all tonight? You know, when I think about a guy like Baker, he's more the icing, okay? You, you think about what you want to build your team with, and you go with, the flour and the butter. You build the foundation of the cake, and then you take care of guys like Baker on the outside. Okay, he's not really my kind of guy. Well, we're so it, we're we're big Browns fans, so we we, so will, we yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're Browns fans or Ohio State fans. I well, Zoldan's a Browns fan. I love Baker just because he was a walk-on. Yeah. But Colin, or that walk-on pride. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Colin, so, the, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you've Colin, you've had Urban on the show. What do you think of Coach Meyer? I've said for a long, long time. Joy, yeah, you, you, you know, Joy Taylor, stay with me. Joy, Joy you know, I said, I said, Urban Meyer is great on TV, but he belongs on the sideline. It's like with a chef. You take the chef out of the kitchen, he's not going to be able to drive a bus. That's not what he does. He belongs in the kitchen. Urban Meyer is a chef. The sideline is the kitchen. He belongs in the kitchen. It's the herd. <laughs> the, the herd part of it is so good. And I feel like we're doing you a disservice by making you do it via audio. Via audio because really, yep. and I, I'm in no position to judge, the voice is a 9 out of 10. But when you have with the <laughs> audio and the mic, that is a, is a fucking 10 out of 10. It is so but, good with the yeah. mic. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, it's you know, it's that's one of those that luckily people have been able to pick up on that. That's that's one of those that, you know, 
uh, you, when you combine the analogies and the bullshit I come up with that he would say with the, you know, with the butt cut, with that and with the, you know, the herds and things like that, that's what makes it. I, you know, I, I think that's what gets me too is that, and here I'm slipping back into cowherd all of a sudden, but <laughs> that's what gets me about this shit too, man, is that, you know, so often I'll get tweets from people, eh, boys don't really sound like him. I'm like, hey, guy, I'm fully aware that my voice isn't a carbon copy <laughs> of this person that I'm impersonating. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want from me? People are so dumb, dude. That's all <laughs> so, yeah. will you do, and just because I, I'm going to call myself a fan of yours because I just crack up when I see the Colin. Will you do the, oh, but Colin, I don't even want to try to do it. Just like a 10-second one of those for me because I love it. But Colin Baker, he's lit. But Colin Baker's going to bring us back. But Colin... No. 12-17 as a starter. Joy with the news. Dude, that is so fucking spot on. I know. It okay, perfect. that is so unbelievable. But did you hear when Colin Coward was interviewing Meyer... Coach Meyer and asked him why he didn't recruit Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, classic, classic cowherd. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just Urban, 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 this, this is an Ohio kid now. How do you get away from here? This is an Ohio kid. <laughs> and he looked at him with those eyes, and Urban's just like, Urban's the uncle. I always say that Urban's like the uncle that like you think is pretty cool, but you're kind of afraid of. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, absolutely. He has like he always has like a dip can in his back pocket, and you're like, <laughs> no, if I, I don't know. But yeah, and Urban just hits him with a stone cold, like, perfect Urban answer. It was hilarious. It's like, well, he was a Buckeye for three years. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before before we kind of let you go back and practice your impressions with your wife, we, <laughs> is there anyone that hasn't made the made the internet yet that's almost ready to be released that you've been working on? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I get that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, for sure. Um, Jim Harbaugh, Jimmy Fallon, um, hey, even diving into some p- political stuff, uh, Pete Buttigieg. Um, <laughs> he's he's high with the election coming up and everything. Uh, I've been, you know, that's part of the process of, you know, literally past few weeks or so, you know, past week I've been just pulling up YouTube interviews of them while I've been working or working out or whatever, and I'll just – listen to Jimmy Fallon monologue or him interview somebody or a Jim Harbaugh press conference, just cause I'm trying to ingrain them into my head. So then when I think about them, I can channel them and you know, everything like that. So those are probably the main three Harbaugh for football season, hopefully um, Fallon and Buttigieg here just to kind of, yeah, you know, I like to branch out, show people that I can keep doing more and more things besides just sports people. So uh, yeah, it's funny. You know, after I did Andrew Luck, oh, Luck, that's getting old. You know, and I do Saban, oh, Saban, that's getting old. And I do coach shows, oh, well, let's get out of it. It's just like, hey, you know, you can keep – I'm just going on a tangent here a little bit now, but it's like, you know, people, you want to keep coming at me, then I'm going to slam you, and I'm going to come back with something good. So <laughs> good, I like got – you know, I'm just trying to branch out. I love that. I, I'm assuming you got to have some sort of Donald Trump too. I mean, every everyone's – No, man, no. And that's the thing that scares me about – you know, trying Buttigieg is just that political shit is just, so, you know, I mean, everybody's so on edge. And so it's like, uh, you know, that that's my main holdup. And I don't I don't have a Trump because, like you said, like everybody has a Trump and like most of them aren't that great. And, you know, so I just stay away from that it, 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 totally. But Buttigieg, him being an Indiana guy, you know. Yeah, you know, I do. That'd be a pretty, pretty good one. And I try to go for people that haven't, you know what I mean? Like Caliendo has done a lot. You know, I, I could do like a Mel Kiper and people like that, but Caliendo has kind of like nailed those down. Right. So I don't want to steal. Da, 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 da. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know, like he's got a lot of potential. Look at a guy like Joe Burrow. You can come in and turn around a franchise pretty quickly. Now there are some red flags. They worry about his accuracy, his arm strength, but overall looking forward to his potential going to Cincinnati. You know what I mean? It's like stuff like that. Like, I can do, but I don't want you know what I mean. Yeah, Calendo but it's, been, it's it's old hat. I get that. that yeah, 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 yeah. You want to exactly. you want to keep it fresh and new. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that that's kind of the the main thing I go for. So a couple couple uh, wrap up things from me sure. to you. So we, I think Joey just followed you. I followed you on Twitter, and we followed you on the Drive the Lane account, also. Nice. So in your bio, it says you're a writer at 
MS Digital, all right? Yeah. That at does not work. Just one. <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, it's a weird thing. I've I've been trying. Twitter's been messing with me because I've been trying to. Uh, I've been trying to take that out because I changed it to MS marketing just to be a pain in the ass. And now I, the MS digital doesn't work, but like every time I try to take that out, it gives me some like, Oh, it, I, it won't let me save my profile. It says I have like items or something in there that won't let me save. I, Wait, don't know I had on. the same problem and I know what it is. You what? have, you have those lines, those straight uh, lines. That- that's what it yeah. is. I had to change that in mind. It's so funny you said that. I had the exact same problem literally two days ago. What did you change it to? Because that's like the I cleanest did dash, way to do it. I did like a double dash. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't look as good. I Trust me, it doesn't look as good. That sucks. All right, well, thanks. For, that's good, though, because I'm going to take that out. But, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get that out of there. So we'll, we'll, we'll tweet this out, and we'll do some Twitter interacting with you. But – I'm assuming you'll have close to 100,000 followers by the time this comes out on Monday. Because seriously, I've been looking at your page a little bit today just to see if you post anything new. And you went, I think, last night you had under 40,000. Now you're at like 48, 47. So that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, you know. Yeah, man. I don't, <laughs> it is what it is. It, it is. It's, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, everything. Oh, shit. Uh, laundry timer going off. Sorry. <laughs> Um, it's everything that, you know, you, you try to work for and hope for and get people to follow and appreciate and enjoy your stuff, you know? So that's all, all I'm going to keep trying to do really. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, when this comes out, we'll get some more people to follow and appreciate you because you're a, a rock star. This was such a blast. Incredible. We appreciate you and coach Joe, Saban, <laughs> Colin, everyone coming on the show. So uh, thank you guys. The last, the last thing I want to hit you with, um, I'm also on Cameo, so maybe we'll send some cameos back and forth. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe that uh, you guys didn't hit me with an Andrew Luck or anything. I know he's retired, but that was kind well, of. You want to take, you want to take us away with an Andrew? Yeah, Luck? let's. Let, yeah, take us home, Andrew Luck. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's uh, you know Ohio State is is a good school. Uh, it's a it's a good football school. Uh, I, I wouldn't really consider myself a Big Ten kind of guy, but uh, I, I enjoyed talking with you guys and uh, hope hope the best of luck for you. All, All right, right, thanks, Andrew. Andrew. Go, go we now, book. now we'll we had now we had two Andrews and two Joeys, so we completed the square. Perfect. There you go, fellas. Thanks for having me, man. Looking forward to hearing it. I'll Ab- talk to you. Absolutely. You, thanks again. See you. That's not fake laughter. That that's is everyone real, laughing at laughter. Joey Molinaro. How great was that? How great was that fucking interview? We, when we finished the interview, we looked at each other and we were like, well, we just struck gold. We yeah. t- I think we talked about it. We were like, we just got a two-star recruit that's going to the NBA. Yeah, because this guy, this guy, we said it, we said it with him. You just heard us say this. He, he, is, not, he is under-recruited, but he's about to blow up, okay? He has gone from, since we discovered him, Probably 25,000 followers to now close to 60. By the time you're listening to this, it might be 70. It has nothing to do with us. No, it has nothing to do with us, but he loves us. We love him. That's just how relationships work. I mean, it's just a good... The drive lane bump, sometimes it's indirect. Yeah, but this is a little direct. We have, uh, we've told a lot of people about him. I mean, yeah, not, not 25,000 people. Oh, no, but we've told people of high stature about him. Yeah. You're welcome, Joey. Not this Joey, other Joey. Cool Joey. Cool. Joey. Funny Joey. Oh, we didn't even talk about how we went to the cameo party. We did go to the cameo party. Joey, give a little cameo pitch so people buy your cameos. Oh, if you're still listening, then you probably already bought a cameo. Shout party. out Josh Schaffner. We know you're listening. You should get a Joey cameo. We know. We'll, we'll hook you up with a Joey cameo. No, no way, actually. You got to pay. But Josh Schaffner, shout out again. <laughs> you always listen to the end. Our biggest fan. You can hear. Can you guys hear Zoldan having a conversation with himself right now? Um. I do have a cameo. If you do want to buy it, you can just search me on the cameo app. You can go to my Twitter bio and click a link um, to go look. I don't feel like you have to. If you really want a video, you can just, you know, hit me up. I'll send you one probably. But that's probably not what cameo wants to hear. Um, it's only 10 bucks for a video of me, which is kind of funny. I'm going to buy one probably for my own birthday. Only 10 bucks, Or... That- I can't yikes, believe it's yikes, 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But okay. we, did, we went to the cameo party, and they're awesome people. So that was a blast. Shout out Addison Jacoby, my guy over there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so 
We had a blast at the cameo party. Joey Molinaro also on cameo. So buy his cameos. And then, and then, and then. Buy our t-shirt. Buy our t-shirts. High Street Tees got, blah, 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 blah. Keep doing that today. Highstreettees.com slash DTO. Promo code DTL15 for 15% off your shirts. Okay. Relax. All right. Let's go 2-0 this week, but my prediction's a win at Iowa and a loss at home. 2-0. Never been more sure of anything in my life. And that's the way the cookie Shout crumbles. out Kelsey Plum. Please show that you have seen my tweet. <laughs> We're recording this before the All-Star game, but congratulations to, to Team LeBron. To Team LeBron. On a 40-point victory. And Ben Simmons on being named the Stop. Kobe Bryant All-Star game MVP. Ben Simmons? I don't know. Are I you insane? I just want to pick someone random. LeBron's going to win the MVP. Tonight. I think it was going to be Lillard. It was, I, my prediction would have I would have picked Lillard to win the three-point contest and the MVP. Yeah. For sure. But now I think it's going to be a starter. I think it's going to be LeBron or AD. Or Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> ben Simmons could be the most overrated all-star ever. Disagree, but that's that's for another day. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. That's a Jalen Brunson-esque argument we could have there. He just throws out stuff like that all the time. Yeah. He'll be like, Hopefully number two. He'll be like, number two picks never pan out. And I'll be like, Brandon Ingram's an all-star. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. Anyway. All right. Buckle up. Drive the lane. Go Tigers. <laughs> I'm making myself laugh today. Uh, but, ne- but Colin, Colin, how could you? We're such losers, but we're champions. If you're, yeah, we're champions. Well, we is a loose term. I'm a champion. Yeah, well, I mean, you won a little kid game. I had the most points in like Who's the adult game. Ours. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually trophy. intern Jack's trophy. Yeah, Jack. it's, it's, intern Jack, who doesn't really work with us anymore because he lives downtown now. Um, has all of my belongings right now in his apartment. Anyway, that's enough out of this. All right. All right. Thanks buckle up, drive the lane, go talk us. Go Bucks. You usually <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah. Go go buckle Bucks. up and drive the lane. Go, go Buckeyes. <laughs>